Welcome to another episode of Building a Beautifully Imperfect Business Podcast. I am your coach, Lauren Kane, and I'm doing something different today. So for this episode of the podcast, I am recording a video of me talking. So me doing this podcast, which I think is something I'm going to continue to do unless I forget to shower or put makeup on and, and you know, not wearing presentable clothes. But um, I am going to actually post this on Instagram TV, YouTube, and Facebook and have that there for, um, for you to either listen to me through the normal channels for my podcast or also watch me. So whatever your whatever your choice may be. Um, For those of you that don't know this podcast, I am a growth strategist and coach for women business owners. And I am taking you through some ways in this podcast, some of the ways that I am totally imperfectly building my business and hopefully giving you the freedom and permission to be imperfect in building yours. Um, and maybe also giving you a little bit of um, a, a peek into lessons, not of things not to do, <laughs> which is what leads me into my topic today. So my topic is the five things that I did that were imperfect, the mistakes that I made when I started out in my business that I have learned along the way and wanted to share them with you so that hopefully you don't make the same mistakes or if you are going down the path, you can course correct now. So let's jump in. The first mistake that I made <clears throat> was that I thought if I build build it, everyone will come. <laughs> if I build the website, the Facebook page, the Instagram page, you know, all have business cards, a logo, a fancy tagline that, that all the people would come and knock down my door. And I guess part of that came from, you know, I worked with hundreds of women business owners in my venture capital days, my time at Golden Seeds for years. And so it's like, okay, I'm an expert. I, I know what this looks like. But I wasn't an expert at me starting a business. I wasn't an expert at the very day one startup. I was an expert at the level of, you know, um, maybe a couple hundred thousand in revenue, a couple million in revenue. Um, that to me was what a startup was. And so starting out on this journey of having my own was something completely different. And it's also completely different when you're on the other side of things. It's really easy to tell people, what to do, but when you have to do it yourself and deal with all of the stuff that comes along with with that, it was really hard for me to to not understand why people weren't wanting to like line up at my at my front door and be coached by me. And I realized it was because I wasn't actually really telling anyone. Like me posting on Facebook and you know telling my friends wasn't necessarily the way I was going to grow my business. And so that was a really hard lesson that I needed to be marketing and networking from day one. And it didn't matter if I had all the things built. It didn't matter if I had all the structure in my business built. And it's actually probably a better thing than I didn't have the structure built or shouldn't have had the structure built because then I could more easily change it because I didn't know what my business was going to look like. I had an idea, but when you have an idea and then you jump in, it's usually something that you didn't expect. 
And it was something better than what I expected um, or thought it would be, but I still, you know, had this ideal in my mind. And so it took me a while to, to, to kind of accept that. And I have since rebranded or still in the process of rebranding and doing a whole bunch of new things. And so I, in the beginning, I probably should have left myself more room to just kind of figure out where I was going. Okay. And that leads me to number two. I didn't follow my gut. <clears throat> and I listened to everyone else around me. And when you're when you're starting out a business or when you have a business and you're trying to figure out how to make more money, it is really, really easy to listen to all the noise around you, to listen to think that someone is going to give you the answer that you're looking for. And I found a lot of that, but I didn't find... I, I couldn't find my way through all of the noise. It was really hard for me to figure out which way to go when I wasn't staying connected to me. I wasn't staying connected to my gut, my true self, and listening to what I wanted to do. And in coaching, one of the things that I do with my clients is we work on following that gut instinct because you had an amazing gut instinct when you started your business. You had a gut instinct that this was going to be something amazing. You might not have had an instinct how much work it would take to get there, but that's okay. And, and you will get there, but you got to follow your gut. Your gut usually will not lead you astray. And so if I had listened to myself more, um, more practice what I preach, um, I probably would have been in a much different place with my business. I mean, who knows? I can't go back and rewrite history, but I would say, you know, listen to your gut, check in with yourself more and, you know, listen to very specific um, channels for your information. So figure out who you connect to podcast wise, um, book wise, you know, Insta story, you know, wise or seminar wise and, 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 and stay focused on just a handful of people that'll help you grow your business. Because if you're, you're trying to listen to everyone and, and take in everything, you're gonna, you're gonna get mixed messages. So you got to listen to who you connect, connect with. Um, I stay comfortable. Um, and that's a big one. And that was a huge lesson for me was to get out of my comfort zone. And I would like dip a toe outside of my comfort zone and then come back in. Um, and I am not a risk taker. I am inherently not a risk taker. I have, I'm trying to let that go to do new and amazing things in my business, but I'm not a risk taker. And so I had to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that it took me a couple years to get to, um, and to look for the things that are actually uncomfortable because I realized when I got uncomfortable, I grew and did amazing things in my business. So it, I would say, don't stay with the status quo. Don't stay with what's comfortable. Push yourself, get uncomfortable, look for something that's uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be like jumping off of a bridge, um, you know, with a bungee cord uncomfortable. It could just be walking into a room of complete strangers and putting yourself out there uncomfortable, which might feel like the same thing to some of us. Um, the, the fourth thing I did was I didn't ask any questions. And <clears throat> it's so hard when you have your own business, you feel like you need to know the answer to all the questions. And you don't need to know all the answers. You, you know, you actually need to be able to be the one to ask the questions, right? So if I had asked more questions, I probably would have been in a different spot. And the, I'll give you an example. As a coach, you are 
at least in my experience with training, you are taught to be a one-on-one -on -one coach. And I didn't ask a lot of questions around that. I just accepted that that was the path that I was going to take with my business to start out. And I needed to do that. I needed to do that to understand who my clients were, my ideal clients, who I was speaking to. But there was always this voice listening in the background of I wanted to build more. And I eventually got to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to build more. I'm going to do something drastically different than one-on-one -on -one coaching. I want to get my voice out to as many women as I possibly can. If I had asked questions more in the beginning, I would have probably gotten there sooner versus thinking that I needed to know all the answers to all the questions around where my business was going, what I was doing. And that was a hard one. Um, that was a really, that was a hard one. If I had asked more questions and actually asked the coaches around me who are one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, are you where you thought you would be after a couple years? And they probably would have all told me no. And so I would have known to course correct a little bit sooner than I actually had. And that leads me to the last one. And it was, I didn't think long-term. And by long-term, I mean, I thought like five, 10 years down the road of what this all could possibly be, but I didn't think long-term like year, two, year, three year down the road because I just assumed that where I was going with my one-on-one -on -one coaching was going to eventually get me there somehow. And it wasn't until I put together all of the learnings of those, what I just went over with you, that no one's going to come if I just like open the doors and say, I'm here. I didn't listen to my gut who told me I wanted to do, you know, webinars and masterclasses and reach more women right from the beginning. I stayed comfortable and I didn't ask the questions. And so I stayed really more in the moment versus thinking long-term. And so staying, staying in the moment is great for a specific amount of time of your day in the, the week and month and year of your business, but you also have to have time for that long-term thinking. And so I realized that whatever I was working on had to actually be connected to a long-term goal or I wasn't going to get there. I'm going to spend all my time on the little things that are just in the moment, in the present, and they're not going to get me anywhere. They're not going to add up to anything. And so it, it led me to say no to more things. It led me to rethink my brand. I mean, it really was like a huge clarity moment that I wasn't thinking where I wanted to be in 2020, 2021. I, I knew I wanted to do something in 2019 after I started to really tap back into my gut and listen to myself. I had to say no. I had to say no to one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. I have my existing clients that I love, love so much, but I had to say, okay, I'm not taking on any one-on-one -on -one coaching clients right now because I need to create the space for the new amazing things I'm doing. And that was a huge leap, a huge risk, but I'm in a better place for it. I'm, I'm following my internal path for myself that was there and I just needed to sort of uncover it. And so that's all the things that those are all my learnings and my mistakes that starting out. And I know I'm going to make more mistakes and I know I'm going to fail more. I know I'm going to be hugely imperfect at all of this. And you know what? I, I can't tell you like how much I welcome all that um, because it really does give me space to learn from it. And, you know, I actually, it also gives me space to like laugh at it. <laughs> you know, it gives me, you know, a huge amount of space to laugh at myself and this path that I'm taking. And <clears throat> if I could make a number six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 
it would really be, you know, letting go of all of the, the things that I hadn't had, you know, originally thought that this would be and how it's turned out to be is so much more than I ever could imagine. And so it was almost like me staying in the present and, and, and listening to all the voices out there, not listening to myself. It cost me years of my business. And so don't do that. Just don't do that. Um, and so I hope that you take some time with this to think through what are some of the mistakes that you could be making right now and how to course correct or don't make those mistakes. Maybe write down these mistakes and say to yourself, I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to make these mistakes in my business because you know what? I want to do amazing things and I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. Um, but if you've, if you've made these mistakes and you know, you're course correcting now, what have you learned? What have you learned about yourself and about your business? What do you know now that you didn't know? And what are you going to do differently? It's all about what you're going to do differently tomorrow because it's a new day and you can start anything over. You really can. Okay, I am done. This is it. I am so thankful that you you watched or listened to this and hopefully got some good stuff. And I will, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.